What's up, everybody? Marshall Media Montage, episode 48, where I'm going to be sitting down with my buddy Nicholas Brandenburg. We're going to be talking to the first console, first handheld favorite of both top games, least liked games, favorite controller, least favorite controller, dormant franchises that we think deserve to be remade. Nothing like losing my breath sitting down in a chair like a fat ass. But uh, <laughs> episode 48, Marshall Media Montage, my buddy Nick and I sit down, pretty much talk about video games. Very lightly on uh, movies, and uh, yeah, this was probably the longest one I feel like I've ever done. Two hours, basically. It was a lot of fun. You know, he and I, uh, working together, we uh, tend to talk music, movies, and video games, and I was like, dude, why don't you just hit me up sometime, or I'll hit you up sometime. Here's the link. I'm like, let's let's do a podcast, so I'm glad that he did it. This is uh, our first time together talking, you know, at least recording it. Otherwise, yeah, we've been talking about it for a good year or two, so I'm glad that he uh, finally took the time as well as I took the time to sit down and actually do this together. So, you know, thank you for doing that, Nick. This was a lot of fun. So uh, here it is, episode 48. Nick and I talk video games and a little bit of movies. Let's go. There she is. What's up, man? What's up, dude? Yeah. Sorry, so no, 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 you're good. I probably <laughs> should have explained, like, what to do rather than just being like, hey, man, uh, here's, a, <laughs> here's a microscope. Figure it out. <laughs> no, no it, it was pretty easy i just had to like yeah. like step everything it's cool though yeah hell yeah oh boy marshall media montage episode 48 when we're talking our first consoles first handheld favorites of both top games least like big franchises and franchises that are government that we'd like to see back and we're gonna be talking about our butt cheeks <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's fun being stupid what's up dude how you doing you right? Uh, yeah, I'm good, bro. Just uh, had to run some errands today. You know, got oh, yeah. back, played a little bit of video games, watched some Supernatural, chilled out until, you know, called you. So, I uh, I remember, I think it was my first boat. I remember I had a superior who was really, really involved with Supernatural. I watched it here and there. I think uh, I was more of a Buffy the Vampire. So I, like, I can't even speak English. Buffy, Buffy, wow. Still can't, fo- I, give me my keys. <laughs> <laughs> yes uh i i've ac- i've actually watched uh most of buffy like back in the day when it was Love still it. um airing my mom watched yeah. it all the time so i yeah. just sit in and watch it with her so yep me too you know i i, I fairly enjoyed buffy yep and but, uh angel too the uh spinoff i liked that as well yeah my uh my, i also watched that too i didn't i didn't yep. watch quite as much no of angel as i did buffy though but yeah. my mom's well, uh, she still watched it quite often. That, like, along with like Charmed and stuff like that, too. Yeah, I remember when, uh, yeah, fucking, what was it? When um, Netflix finally became like digital, I had it on the Wii. So, like, what, 2006, 2007? And I remember, yeah, yeah watching we- Buffy entirely. And then I remember she and I, like, we were probably just maybe burnt out. We started watching Angel, and I was like, uh, I think I watched like two seasons, and I was like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't remember uh, how far. Uh, like we got with it. Um, yeah. I don't know. It, it would be more of like a thing. Like I would come home from school and it would just be on and I'd be like, yo, what I miss, like what's going on. And she would, you know, just kind of like give me like a brief explanation of where we're at and stuff like that. <laughs> I, I, I can't remember how far we got. Um, but yeah, no, I, yeah. <laughs> no, no, you, you're good. Uh, what did I, I played a little bit last night of, uh, was it a uh, kingdom battle the mario and rabbits like i said i was like I, I i did not expect to like it and i was like oh my gosh i'm addicted what, what were you playing uh i was playing a little bit of elden ring nice you know just just riding around you know discovering stuff and then 
Uh, I hopped on some Battlefield for a little bit, and I, then, I I'm trying to think. It was on, wasn't it? Also on like the original Xbox Battlefield. I know it was at least 360. I, I think I played it there. Dude, they have like, well, I mean, there's so many. I mean, it really depends on which one you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, this is like the new one, the uh, Battlefield yeah. 2042. Um, it's like it's like still kind of modern, but it's got a lot of future futuristic like aspects to it. Uh-huh. Um, huh. yeah, de- definitely not as good as you know Battlefield Three or Battlefield Four, which Four is like my all time favorite. Um, but this is an unpopular opinion, though. But I actually yeah. really enjoyed like Battlefield Hardline. <laughs> it was like a cops and robbers version of you know Battlefield. So, but Sounds no one- fun to me. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I had a blast with it, and there was a yeah. there was some really cool Dead Space Easter eggs in there with it too. Of so course, I really like those. Hell yeah. Yeah, I definitely still have Dead Space 3 here in my drawer, and I look at it, and I'm like, I'm going to play it eventually. I don't know. I try and I try and stick to one game at a time, but then I admit it, yeah, if I get stuck, then I'm like, all right, I got to play something else because then I'm just going to get yeah. this buff. But otherwise, yeah, I try and stick to one and beat it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, um, I, I like to do that, but, like, all the, all the games I'm playing, like Elden Ring, Yeah, that's one of those games. It, it just – it takes you – it's going to take you a while because yeah. most of it is exploration, you know, figuring out what to do. And I, I'm really trying to minimize me, like looking up, like, oh, where do I go next, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. Because, like, yeah. I really do enjoy, like, you know, the environment, the music, just the whole, the, the overall atmosphere of the game is just it's beautiful. And and in a lot of cases, it can be relaxing. Yeah. So you know, I I try to you know just discover things on my own. Yeah. Uh, what was that? And then I finally this morning I made sure because I think it was downloading a little slow. I got the uh, the demo for uh, Sea of Stars, that new JRPG that's coming out in August. I I think I I think I saw the title for that somewhere. Dude, just, yeah, like, advertisement like a poster for it. Uh huh. What is that? It uh it basically looks like a kind of like a throwback to like Breath of Fire meets Dragon Warrior meets uh, Chrono Trigger. It's one of those original like jrpgs but it also has like mario rpg uh legend of the seven stars elements like a timing uh attack so if you hit like attack and confirm at the same time you'll do more damage or vice versa if they're attacking you you know you could defend you know preventing less damage okay. and so forth yeah it's but you know it's one of those beautiful like sprite work uh, animations it comes out in august but uh yeah i mean on switch right now the demo is out so i mean by all means it's free if you ever want to play yeah yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll have to check it out dude it I mean... looks sick <laughs> you know i've i've just uh i didn't play it today but yeah like 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 i said that uh metroid prime yeah the uh the remaster comes out uh, i saw like a side-by-side comparison of the gamecube version yeah and uh pretty cool wow it yeah it looks gorgeous like it they yeah. really brushed it up quite nicely so um yeah i got i got about you know 10 to you know 20 minutes into the game yeah, you know, beat a couple bosses and saved it. Good, you know, good to go. Dude, Whatever. Um, I, I got can't wait to jump back into it. <laughs> I uh, I am at. I think I beat the ice boss, and then I'm a little after that. And there's some sort of like, what are they called? Like space ghosts or like ghost pirates or something. And I don't know. I just kept getting murdered. There's like three of them oh. in a room, and I can't get around them. And I was like, dude, fuck this. I'm done. I can. I can't remember. I, I I vaguely remember like the the ice boss. It's like a he's like one of those crab things, right? 
It kind of uh, looks it, like it a was, crab a little bit. Uh, I thought it was like a giant snowman kind of thing. I oh, I can't remember. Dude, I can't it, remember, it, it, man. It's it was so um, long, so long ago. Because uh, and then I remember like I really didn't like the music on the uh, the lava arena, the duh, 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 like or whatever the hell it was. And I don't know. I yeah. always turn the music down. I was like, this is so like annoying. <laughs> but other than that, the music was great. The visual, yeah. I mean, I love that game. I do. Yeah. I I, um, I, I got to go back and finish it. I hope they make uh, Metroid Prime Two. Oh yeah, because yeah, yeah. like, um, if you know, if I can remember correctly, I I believe that game was harder than the first one. I believe like, it. by like a pretty you know decent margin. Um, I remember you know Dark Samus was a pain in the ass in that game for you know for me, but you know I, you know I, I grew up with you know an, an older brother. You know my brother James, and yeah. he 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 got me into most of the video games. You know that I, you know, know and love now, and you know a lot of the older stuff. And um, he was playing it, and I was like, you know what, you know, I'm I'm gonna pick it up, I'm gonna check it out, and I just <laughs> I could not. I, I guess like my little child brain couldn't just understand what I was yeah. supposed to be doing and stuff. So Dude, I mean. I, this is like really the only Metroid that I've ever really dedicated time to and actually ever cared for. It's not that I am not interested in playing the other ones. It's just I feel like I already know what I'm getting into. And I'm like, okay, yeah. this is going to take a long time and I got to think about it. So then I I just choose something else. Like I, I basically have all of them. I just <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm going to play something else. <laughs> yeah, I feel like um, like the Metroid games, they're, they're, they're a lot like the Legend of Zelda games. You know, it's okay. the, the premise yeah. is pretty much the same. Just in space. Um, yeah, and they'll they'll like, you know, like they'll have all the same bosses, you know, kind of the same enemies, kind of play style, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. And you know, until like you know, Metroid Prime is a little bit different, but yeah. um, like I I haven't played all of them, so like I I don't want to say that it's like for certain, but. Like, you know, from what I've seen and, yeah. you know, what I've seen my brother play, it's all kind of, you know, relatively the same story-wise. Uh, They'll add some new elements in there, whatever. But, like, I, I played the first one recently. Uh, I didn't I didn't get too far in it at all. No, uh, no, nah, nah, it it's on the Switch. The, they have a they have a NES emulator on there. Right, right. That's what I was saying. Yeah, the NES. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then, obviously, I beat Metroid Fusion back in the day. GBA. The GBA. Yeah. <laughs> and then um like I was t- like I was talking to you the other day about it uh yeah. Metroid Dread. Yeah. Um I believe is you know it's it's kind of the same you know the same premise obviously it's like a platformer. Yeah. Um side scroll all that stuff but it's I don't know the story was like in in my opinion I felt it was drastically different than any any of the other Metroid games but like to exclude like the Metroid prime games. Interesting. Um, yeah. It, there's more of like a backstory for Samus in Metroid dread. You kind of learn, you know, her origins in a way. And I, I mean, like I said, I haven't played any of the other ones, so I'm not really sure that's something that's kind of been explored before or like, you know, yeah. kind of insinuated in any of the other games. Sure. So. Yeah. Cause I mean, I've played, a little bit of fusion and then i've played zero mission which i think is a, essentially a quote-unquote remake of the original and then uh i never played super metroid on super nintendo which i hear is still the best one to play haven't played it yet uh i think in relation to what you were saying as far as uh 
a, uh, I guess, reciprocating value in regards to being similar. I've always been more of a Zelda guy. Yeah. Oh, dude, I, I love Zelda. Yeah. Oh man, uh, my my first exposure to the Legend of Zelda, um, was when the Twilight Princess came out. The Wii. Uh, actually, GameCube? my yeah, GameCube. Okay. Yeah. So my my brother James, right? A, a lot of the video game exposure I have. Uh-huh. It comes from him, you know, because okay. he's like, you know, five years older than me, whatever. Okay. Um, and so I, you know, he would come over on the weekends, you know, and stay with us and stuff like he's, he's my stepbrother. Okay. And um, so he would, he would stay with us, whatever. And he would be, you know, I would wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, yo, like, wh- what are you playing? And, you know, he'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, Legend of Zelda, Twilight Princess. I'm like, oh, cool. You know, I'd sit there and watch him. I just remember, yeah. man, like stand up for hours in the middle of the night just watching him play it or like you know he'd toss me the controller really you know try this out whatever yeah and stuff like that so that was really like my first you know exposure to you know the the legend of zelda games and then i i got a ds some years later and i think uh, i think my all-time favorite legend of zelda game would have to be phantom hourglass really i I don't know i have it haven't beaten or haven't played it yeah, I don't know. I just I really liked it. I found it re- like really relaxing for some reason, even though like some of the puzzles in there can get really hard. Okay. You know, but I mean, obviously, like the Zelda puzzles are you know they're they're known to be hard, especially the damn Water Temple. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, they could definitely be challenging for sure. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. So like you know, Twilight Princess. I think they're bringing it to the Switch, but that it'll always have like a special place in my heart. Um, I think my two. Or probably Link to the Past and Link Awakening, the one on a Game Boy. Uh, they just, they pretty much are, it's, it's like Link's Awakening is almost a sequel in its own right, just the way that it's drawn and the way you play it and everything to a Link yeah. to the Past. And uh, uh, I remember Minish Cap on GBA, loved that one. Um, never played Wind Waker, I want to. I have Twilight Princess, I beat it on the Wii. I also have the strategy guide for it. Um, I also I remember a, hom- a homie of mine fucking brought me over a Switch game with uh, like no sticker on it. He was like, "Hey, this is a it's a no name game. You know, pop it in and see what it is." And it was a uh, Breath of the Wild. And he was like, "Yeah, man, you can have it." I was like, "All right, cool." <laughs> have, have you have you played Breath of the Wild yet, dude? Maybe like he, you know, he and I we were drinking, and he was like, "Hey, man, you yeah. play like 20, 30 minutes. I want to see how far you get, or whatever." And then I think we passed out. <laughs> that was the yeah, last I, time I played it. Yeah, I played that one on deployment. Um, my wife had got it for me. Nice. I sent it out to the boat. Um, loved it. Thought it was amazing. You know, it, I, I, I really, I really love like the open world yeah. aspect to it. And they, you know, you can tell that the little bit of, you know, the, the from software dark souls kind of trickled itself in there a little bit, you know, okay. with the, you know, the dodging, the lock on, you yeah. know, a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, but I was going to say about twilight princess. Yeah. Um, so obviously you beat it. You know, when you're fighting, when, yeah, when you're fighting Ganon, did you know if you pull out your, uh, <laughs> your fishing pole and cast it, it distracts him? Huh. I guess I'll yeah. have to pay attention next time I play. Cause I have full intentions of, uh, because I think what Skyward Sword is, it's supposed to be like the first, first game, I think, right? In the order of things. I mean, I have that one as well, but I wanted to replay Twilight Princess first before I played that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Skyward Sword on like the Switch. Yeah. The controls are really weird. You're gonna use a lot of the, uh, like the, um, your your joysticks. 
to like okay. swing to like attack. I don't know if those controls can change or not. I'm not sure. But, well, it's, uh, yeah, it's probably because it was designed for you know the Wii Motion Plus controller. I was gonna say I I, I plugged yeah. it in and I played it on my Wii for maybe a good like hour or two, and I was like, okay, I can get into this. It's just you know you really have to put yourself in a I don't know a particular mindset in order to like really get into playing a difficult to play Wii game. Yeah, because of the controls, man. <laughs> it just all yeah, depends. No, yeah, the a lot of a lot of games like if they're con- if the control scheme is like really weird, mm-hmm. like I will I will put myself through like the mental torture of me trying to play it and learn it. Oh yeah, you know because you know a lot of games they're relatively you know the same. You know, like Call of Duty shooters, you know they're all going to kind of have the same controls. Yeah, same but, layout. And then I picked up The Witcher. You know, and I was like, damn, like these these controls are a little little odd and stuff like that. I just I couldn't get into it because the control scheme, like even if it's like thrown off a little bit, like a, like some of the major buttons are different. I just can't do it. Yeah, I, I no, just can't. I, I hear you. <laughs> I mean, and that's what's kind of the beauty about like, I guess, newer technologies for the most part. You know, you can go into settings and they give you a couple different settings that you can adjust. But uh, mm-hmm. I was playing a, it was a Sega. Uh, published shooter called Gun Valkyrie on the original Xbox, and it's kind of like an arcade version. I Metroid, if you will. You go to like a particular stage and you have to kill a certain amount of bugs and like collect yeah. these items. And they're like, "All right, going on to the next stage." But that being said, the controls they were all inverted, and it was all like if you remember playing Halo, it was like, oh, it, it was like set to ten <laughs> as far as like speed goes on the controller. So you oh. really click it. Yeah, it, it it was definitely a learning curve. <laughs> Yeah, um, dude, yeah. like, it's weird because, like, there'll be some games, I'll, you know, I'll see on, like, you know, like, the Xbox Game Pass or yeah. I'll find something for free on, like, you know, on Steam. And okay. I'm like, all right, you know, that looks cool. I'll check it out. And then, like, a lot of these newer games now, like, the if you go into, like, the control settings, that – it gets really complicated. Like, there's there's a lot that you can do. And I, I'm sitting there, and it feels like I'm trying to do trigonometry – you know, just trying to play a damn video game, and I'm just like, yeah. um, I don't, I don't know what this means. You know, I don't have some long, complicated name for a button that they had mapped in that game. I'm just like, well, yeah, what, what is that? Well, so I'm like, you. googling, trying to figure out what the hell that means. It's, yeah, it's just too much, and that, that automatically, I'm just like, I'm not interested anymore. You know? Yeah. No, I, I get it. It just because sometimes I think you and I'm, you know, out of the probably 20 years or whatever we've been playing uh if not well i've definitely been playing more and i'm a little older than you but i mean (laughs) um sometimes yeah i mean if i don't know it just it all depends like because most of the time i feel like i can look past graphics considering i grew up with eight 16-bit graphics uh yeah i can totally deal with like if the story is whatever as long as the gameplay is there usually i'm like okay i'm fine yeah yeah like i like graphics used to bother me yeah, you know when I was younger, but now you know I like seeing the games that they're releasing now. Yeah, it, it can get kind of like you know repulsive. Like I, I don't want anything to do with a lot of the stuff that they're releasing. You know, and I'm just like I want to go play, you know, stuff like you know the original Resident Evil, the original Resident Evil. You know, like Dino Crisis, like you know Rayman yeah. Three. You know, um, yeah. all this older stuff. You know, like and GoldenEye. My God, Golden Eyes got a special place in my heart, yeah. always. You yeah. know, and I'm so glad they added it on like modern consoles, and I'm I'm really glad they didn't remake it because it 
probably would have been really bad. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but exactly. I don't know. It's just like they just—they don't make games the same anymore, man. They really don't. No, no it seems like it's all kind of just forced. Like it's all just barely even premeditated. They're like, uh, "How about a game about a chair?" And you play a chair that has to get to the end of the room. You're like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, and it, like I think one of the biggest things that messed up, you know, gaming like the big difference between, you know, gaming when, you know, you grew up and, you know, when I grew up sure. and, and now would be like paid DLC, you know, they would, yeah. like EA is really bad about it. They would release like 30% of a game and then you have to pay to play the rest of it. It seems like, you know? Yeah. Um, and like, I think one of the newer Hitman games is like that. Like you have to pay for like, the levels or like a diff like the different the new season of the game in order to play it um because i because i used to like the hitman games like back in the yeah. day on like the playstation 2 yeah and i was like you know what i'm gonna check out this new one you know i've been seeing people play it, it looks really good and i get on it it's like oh you can only play the first stage just the you know the season or whatever I'm like what it's like 40 dollars i'm like um, nah, dude, I like I already bought the game, you know. Like I got yeah. it on sale, and it's like I already bought it, but I have to buy this in order to progress. Are you kidding me? Hell no. Yeah, that's some bullshit. Um, and because I mean, I, I don't think I ever really did too much DLC, even like when like DLC started coming out. Because I've always viewed it, I'm like, okay, I bought the game once, like I don't need to buy it again. Um, <laughs> Uh, and then as far as Hitman, I guess the closest I got was to, um, I mean, I played Max Payne. Yeah. I mean, I've, I, I've never played, yeah, yeah. played any of the Max Paynes at all. Uh, I mean, it's cool because, you know, obviously they introduced the whole uh, Matrix aspect of things. You know, you can slow down time and whatnot. And uh, Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember there's like dream sequences where you have to like walk on these bloodlines. And if you fall off these little lines, uh, like a baby starts crying and it gets like super loud through your TV speakers. And I always turned it off. <laughs> yeah, it was creepy, dude. I was like, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they made it like it was like a morbid, dark, like action, gritty yeah. like, Sin City meets like, I don't know, horror. Like it's kind of how it felt like certain aspects yeah. of the game. And I was like, oh, no. Okay. Yeah. You like, got me kind of kind of interested now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you'd fall off, and it was like, uh, like it would get louder than baby. I was like, ah, I, I fucking put it on mute. <laughs> just a baby cry. Yeah. The baby's just like screeching in the background somewhere. You're like, what the fuck it is was. that? I mean, I, I mean, I don't have any, you know, little kids like growing up. Like, you know, for all yeah. I know, I mean, I'm like, there's a baby next to me crying, and I'm like, just ignoring it. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. Like, kind of reminds me of that, like that, uh, that one area in like the new Resident Evil game, where like okay. there's like this giant baby. It's like a giant fetus just like following you, Gnarly. and you have to like hide from it. Yeah, it's it's just like crying. You're like, what the hell? Yeah, it's like like baby crying. I was just like, oh god, it like kind of had PTSD from that whole area. <laughs> Uh, like you, you're, you're like walking through the darkness, and the next thing you know, you just hear a, a like a child screeching, and then there's a huge fetus just coming at you from the darkness. <laughs> you're like, ah, no! Because I've played one, I didn't beat it. Played four, beat it multiple times. That's still my favorite. Five was fun because it was like arcade feeling, the whole co-op thing. That shit was fun. 
Oh, me, uh, and, me and my brother James played through five so many times. I love co-op, five, man. It was fun. So good. That's on the Switch, too. Nice. I played it on 360, and now I have it on uh, PS3. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I picked it up for the Xbox One a couple of years ago. Nice. Yeah, I think I beat it and then hadn't touched it since. I tried to get my wife into it, but she... I don't know. She thought it was too hectic right at the beginning of the game where it just like throws you right into it. She's like, ah, you freaking out a little bit. Yeah. It, yeah. There really is no warning. I mean, I think because they already know, I mean, especially that far into a franchise, they're already kind of like, yeah. oh, well, you've been playing it for the other installments. You should know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you, you know what it's about, you yeah. know? And <laughs> I think um, the last one I played was six and. I forget. I think that one was co-op as well. Um, it was. It, it was. It was okay. Yeah, because you had what? You had you had uh, Leon's storyline, yeah. Chris's yeah. storyline, uh, Chris uh, and Sheba, Yeah. Yeah. You, you had yeah. you had Jake's storyline. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then Ada. I never yeah. liked Ada's storylines in yeah. any of the games. Yeah. Like four, I didn't like it in four, and I didn't like it in six. Um. But I feel like, you know, Resident Evil 6, um, the only storylines that I loved were like Leon's and Chris's. I mean, it, and a lot yeah. of it has to do with the fact that they're, they're major players in the whole, you know, the whole overall story of, you know, Resident Evil. Right. Um, but like Leon's story took you back to its roots of, you know, actual zombies and stuff like that. Um. Yeah. And was uh was six the more they started doing like the real time like in between the uh, cutscenes? Remember you had to press a button. I hated that because I'd always put the controller down. I'm like, oh shit. Oh no, that was uh that was five because remember you fight Wesker, okay. you had to like yeah you had to like catch the sunglasses yeah. after he threw them at you. If you didn't, he would like kill you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the rocket or whatever you shoot at him. Yeah. 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 Oh, dude. Yeah, five. Oh, god, love that game. Yeah, I don't I, care I what. Too. I don't care what anyone says. Amazing game. Come on over. <laughs> you man, just got PS3. Let's go. <laughs> let's, let's do it. But uh, like, you, you just have like Chris punching a boulder at the end of the game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I don't know why they designed him. Like, he looked like the Incredible Hulk. He was so big. Like, there's yeah. no. <sighs> Matt, he was massive. Like, it just roided out, man. Because the first boss is like that, what, like executioner guy, like, like dragging a scythe or something. Oh, yeah, no, he, he has like a giant, like, uh, it's like a giant axe, but it okay. has like a hammer on it, too. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Just chasing you, but he's moving kind of slow and he's like dragging it. Yeah, but yeah. like, but at like the same time, you have to like barricade like that house and then, yeah, yeah, to uh, like worry about all the other, you know, enemies that are coming in. So, you, yeah. you know, you're getting messed up by them and then you have to worry about big boy over here swinging that shit at you. True, true. Big boy. <laughs> <laughs> he does a big boot. Because I, and like, I got seven. I haven't played it yet. It reminds me a lot of kind of like a uh, Toby Hooper's Texas Chainsaw. And then, uh, I don't think I have eight, the village. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I played, I played seven. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm pretty sure I borrowed it from my brother. Nice. Um, yeah, I played that one, beat it. Um, yeah, it, it has a lot of, you know, Texas, like you said, Texas Chainsaw Massacre in it. You yeah, know, that's, what it, lo- of, that's you know, what it looked like. Yeah, like references and stuff like that. That's cool. 
Um, and it, it's it's really good. It, it's actually actually really enjoyed it. Um, I, I like an eight. Eight is more. Four. I don't know if they had anyone working Ooh, on it that nice. worked on four. Okay. But obviously, you know, it's in a village. It has kind of like an open world aspect to it. It's not as linear as um, most of the games. Any of the previous games, yeah. Okay. Um, like but you can I, fully I, I explore like that the place. I mean, I feel like that would make more sense to me, like to play a linear game in relation to a zombie kind of title, though. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's it's not like completely open world like uh-huh. you get with like the Evil Within two. Okay. But yeah. like there. Yeah, like there's certain areas, you know, within like so there's like a town center, right? And you can explore like different sections of like the town center and you can like find treasure inside of how like different houses. Okay. And you might have to do a puzzle in order to get into that house or get into an area that would lead you into there. Yeah. It's kind of like that in a way. Okay. Um Yeah, it, it, it was good, but like I, I don't I like seven and eight. I really do. But as far as like the story, I like, I don't, I don't know if I like the direction, you know, they're taking, you know, the franchise and stuff like, like it, like what they're doing is really cool, but it's, it's, I, I just don't, I don't know. Cause like there's a, there's a DLC for resident evil eight, of course, village. And it, it has the main character's daughter some years later you play as her and she has like magic powers in it. And <laughs> like, I'm just like, uh, oh, I'm like, okay. Like okay. telekinesis or what? Uh, she has, she has like the ability to like, like with her hand or something to like burn the mold. Cause like the, the main <laughs> enemy in resident evil seven and eight is like, it's like a virus. That's like the mold or whatever they call it. The mold. Okay. But, um, she she has the ability to like kill it like on the spot pretty much, but she can like do it with her hand and she can like see some like someone writing to her like giving her messages like in the air or whatever. It, it's <laughs> it's it's weird, dude. I don't. I was watching somebody play it and I was like, okay, and like you know they they switched it to third person from first person, which I think is a thing now. In like the original campaign in eight. They had an update for I think the newer consoles where you can play in the entire game in third person. Huh. So I feel like that's pretty cool. You know, it kind of yeah. brings it back down to its roots a little bit. Sure. Um, and stuff like that. Yeah, because seven's first person, isn't it? Yeah, seven and eight are both first person, but I think eight has the third person option now. Okay, so I'm gonna have to get used to seven then. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, seven, seven, seven's kind of like uh, has has aspects of like Outlast and stuff oh, like yeah. that, but you actually have weapons and shit. Yeah, instead of just hiding from giant mutated. Di- yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> That's really, guys. what it was though. Yeah, you're just hiding in a locker, like under a bed, from like this giant guy that wants to kill you with this big old dick. <laughs> Yo, there's two of them. There were two of them, and they, they, dude, they would, they would hunt you down too. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm freaking out, dude. Just yeah. like going insane. I was like, yeah. oh my god. I know. And then like, even like when you go outside, like hide in the grass and stuff. And there's lightning, and yeah, it was. Oh man. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of want to play those again. I uh, do too. The, the Outlast games. Yeah, it's been a long time. 
I need to I need to get the DLCs. I hear the the whistleblower is um pretty good. Yeah, I definitely that. Okay, I did get that DLC and I played it and I beat it. And uh, it was yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I said, I don't normally do DLC. I mean, unless it's yeah. No, I just it really just all depends. Uh, for some reason, I was thinking about this. I was like, I loved the Arkham Knight and I loved Arkham City, and I was like, I would love to see if they can get like the rights to the Ninja Turtles and they could do something like that. Cause they can have obviously different story arcs between obviously the four turtles, Casey Jones, Splinter, April, like th- there's so much they can do with that. Yeah. I would, I mean, I, granted I loved uh shredder's revenge. That was easily the best beat em up I've probably ever played. Yeah. I, I've never, I don't think I've ever played a Ninja Turtle game like at all. All right. This conversation's knew... over. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I, I like the original, like, the live-action series that they came out with, like, a long oh, yeah. time ago. In the 90s, um, yeah. Yeah, because my, my, my grandma in Ohio, she has all of them, or had all of them at one point. Yeah. Like, on v, on VHS. So, like, you yeah, know, we would watch them and stuff like that. And, like, um, you know, gr- growing up, I would catch them on TVs, like, late night and stuff like yeah. that. Um, I, I always liked the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But yeah. for some reason, nothing possessed me to be like, oh, I need to play the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if you've ever played like, you know, uh, like quarter munching, like arcade games, whether it be a, you know, arcade shooter or a beat em up. I mean, I mean, that's most of their games are beat em ups. You know what I mean? They have yeah. they uh, the original one on the NES is the only platformer that I can think of. Otherwise, they're all fucking uh, beat em ups. Yeah. Yeah. So like. Like um, when you say beat em up, would you say like in terms of like um, you can switch in between each of the Ninja Turtles and stuff? Uh, in the first one, because it is a uh, essentially a side-scrolling action platformer, yes, you can select uh, pause and you can change turtles. Um, and yeah. then uh, on the NES, uh, two and three are uh, or traditional beat em ups, uh, side scroller with you know a boss battle at the end, and then um. Probably the best one, uh, I guess, Nintendo franchise, dude. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Four: Turtles in Time is the beat 'em up. They also, uh, you know, it was originally an arcade port, then they ported it to Super Nintendo. But I mean, it's, they also have it all in the uh, Calabunga collection. I got that on Switch too. It's great. Um, yeah, I I, I, w- I was scrolling through there uh, yesterday, and yeah. I saw the the Calabunga collection. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. it's cool. I, I immediately thought of you. I was like, oh, it's oh a, dude, it's, it's great. <laughs> I have, I even have. Even if okay, because I, I have a majority of that stuff all emulated, and I purchased it again anyways, because it's just something like, you know, for instance, uh, like your favorite band, for example, you might purchase their CDs or you might purchase their records and then go to their shows. But you know, other bands, for example, you're like, oh, I'm just gonna download the music. You know what I mean? Like you just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just all depends, you know. Like, and that's yeah. just one of those things for me. I'm like, yep, I will own it any which way and every way that I can. And uh, I have a little Mikey uh, toy, and he holds. The little uh, Follow the Foot Clan uh, Game Boy cartridge. I think it's kind of cool. <laughs> that is cool. Yeah. I like I also, that. <laughs> I also have a hammerhead shark in my fucking, uh, like, it's a little, you know, maybe two and a half foot by just a couple inch tall, like, wall uh, decor. And I want to buy a game shark and I want to put it in his mouth. <laughs> Dude, you definitely, I, I have a game shark somewhere. Nice. Like a, like a GBA one. Okay. Or, I or just like one for GBA. Yeah. Uh, my mom, when I was younger, she got she she got like a like a box from somebody. 
I guess like um, somebody like passed away or I, something like that. Well, she got a box from, you know, somebody and it just came with like a bunch of random stuff. And in there were two game uh, game sharks for Game Boy. Interesting. I tell you what, man. So, like, when I was playing Pokemon Emerald, uh-huh. obviously, like, you know, I had beat it several times. Um, and, well, like, the Elite Four several times, you know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. And so I was like, huh. You know, and there was a, there were, dude, there were like, it, they had to have been over 100 games listed on there with codes and everything. Nice. So, like, you know, you plug it into the bottom of the, you know, the SP. Yeah. Or the, the you know, the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. And you just select what game that you have inserted into the game, the Game Shark, and then you just click what codes you want and stuff like that. And, like, I had Pokemon you, you can't even get in Emerald in there. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I had items you can't even get. It was crazy. And, oh, man, my... <laughs> My little sister, she uh, she actually deleted all the all the files from the game shark. Like no, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> broke my heart, man. I, I couldn't be mad at her. She she was little. She didn't know what she was doing, you know. Yeah. But I was I was so upset. I was holding so much back. I was like, oh my god, it's all gone. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, dude. It, but yeah, no. Um, yeah, they definitely have a GBA game shark. Uh, I have no idea where to find one. But they have uh, them. <laughs> probably uh, eBay or uh, offer up. I mean, otherwise, yeah, like you know, going to thrift stores. I mean, good luck. That's one of those you know hard to find things. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, and then the Hyperstone Heist for Ninja Turtles, also on Sega Genesis, is similar to uh, Turtles in Time. Those two are yeah probably the best like original 16-bit beat 'em ups because uh, mm-hmm. Hyperstone Heist. If you remember uh, Master Tatsu, the bald kind of like a uh, Japanese guy in the uh, original live action films, he's one of the bosses in it. It's kind of cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, yeah, I mean, most of them are typically beat em ups. The only one that's really like an action platformer is the original one on NES. And it's one of those like quote unquote like NES difficult because there's this uh, diffusing bomb sequence where you're underwater and you have to avoid like this electric seaweed and it's incredibly difficult. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I was just saying it'd be kind of cool if they did that with an Arkham kind of game and just threw in turtles. I mean, I was like, there's so yeah. much they can do because there's so many different bosses and villains. And that's what I loved about Shudder's Revenge is like, I'm like, oh, my God, there's Trag. Oh, my God, there's Krang. Oh, my God, there's Leatherhead, Metalhead. Like, yeah. using, like so many different bosses. And uh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah awesome. that that is the that is a pretty cool concept. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, like an Arkham style game. Yeah. Um, now, I'm, I'm gonna ask you this, though. You What's know, that? you mentioned the Ninja Turtles, you know, and Batman, you know, that, you know, they have a comic book together. I knew that I didn't read it, but although I did watch the uh, animated little movie or whatever, and I had a major nerd boner. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's amazing. I yeah. just love how like, you know, the beginning of, you know, the, the you know, the comic or, you know, and the movie, um, he just individually takes out each of the Ninja Turtles. Dude, <laughs> with, <I know>. ease. <laughs> with ease. Yeah. Because, like, you know, if you think about it, that's really all Batman is. Is He's like a master ninja, you know? Yeah. So, but yeah, that, 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 it's, a really, it's a really fun, you know, movie to watch. Uh, I, I, I really enjoy it, so. 
Yeah, I mean, he's a vigilante just like them, just clearly has more money and more gadgets than they do. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, what about, okay, here, I have like a little list of things I tried to write down that way we have bullets. What about, do you remember, what was your first console? <clears throat> so, <clears throat> my my brother, James, who I mentioned before. <laughs> you he did? Gave- I'm just kidding. <laughs> he he gave us a Super Nintendo like when I was really little. Um and then he actually played he was actually playing like the the original um uh Metroid, Super Metroid okay. on it. But I I I don't remember this cuz I, I was so small. Like I don't remember it at all. But um it it I guess it scared me. Yeah, and, it is it is creepy. Yeah, and I guess my mom put it somewhere or accidentally got rid of it or just straight up got rid of it. I can't remember. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so like that was gone. But I guess like the first one that I can remember would probably have to be either the PS1 that my uh-huh. dad had. We kept it at his house. Yeah. Or it was a Game Boy Color. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess would you say yeah? Because okay, that was my next little bullet. Was okay. That's I guess your first handheld. Then was Game Boy Color. Yeah. Yeah. There. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's a good way. Yeah. Um, you had. I, uh, do you have the purple one? Yeah. Yeah. The see-through yeah. one. Yeah. yeah everybody we had, like, had the, the purple one. Yeah. You had like the little light that you had to like hook up on the top, like slime or whatever. Yeah. 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 Um. I now I did get a Nintendo sixty-four. Somewhere around that time frame, I don't know if it was before the PS One or not, but I had the the Hey You Pikachu edition of the Nintendo sixty four. I think that's the Toys Rex exclusive, isn't it? Uh, I I don't I remember. So. Man, I don't. Things are, those things are pretty penny now. Yeah, I still have it. Hell yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, I still have like original everything. I still have the mic, the, box. the yeah, the box and the mic. Dude, good for you. Um, I still have Hey You Pikachu. I dude, I hate that game. I I'm not gonna lie. I hate Hey You Pikachu. It does it does not work as as good as you think it does. Okay, it it was way ahead of its time. It did not work out. Pikachu is deaf. He does not hear you in that huh? game. Huh? <laughs> yeah, he just like you'll tell him to do something, and he'll go off and do something completely different. And you're just like, what do you? Oh, what do you? I remember as a kid sitting there trying to get him to like go pick a berry or something, and he just goes off to go swimming, and you're just like, what? Uh-huh. <laughs> it, made, it 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 was like the first time I ever experienced frustration in a video game. Because <laughs> I remember relations to like mics like shortly thereafter. Then I remember GameCube had one for a. Uh... I think it was like Mario Party Six is when I got the mic, and then Dreamcast had a mic too for a game called Seaman, which was voiced by fucking Leonard Nimoy from Star Trek, and that game yeah. was weird. I miss Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, I hear you. Um, first console for me, I remember going in the garage, and I think my uncle and my dad were playing like either Punch Out or Contra on the original NES, and that was a trip. Ooh, Contra. Uh, yeah, I love Contra, dude. Um, there's there's actually one. Uh, fuck it's on uh switch it's called cyber something and uh it's like seven eight bucks and it's basically a throwback to that and it's it's hard but i dude if you like that like running gun like 16-bit looking yeah totally worth your time i'll have to look it up i I have it on there i was gonna say i recommend yeah it's like seven eight dollars cyber something 
like Cypress. Yeah. I can't remember. I'm getting the I'm getting the switch right now. I'm gonna see I'm gonna see what you're talking about because you got me interested. Because go. I I got I got the Contra I got Contra like on my phone because they right. had it on the phone at, at one point. I don't know if it's still on there or not, but I remember playing it for a very long time because you know it was really fun. Yeah. But I, I think they added like microtransactions into it because mm-hmm. if you ran out of live, you had to like wait for it or buy more. Um, which you know I don't like that. You know, I'd rather just I, I start the it. game than have to buy it. <laughs> go ahead, you uh, you search. Literally, give me like maybe 10, 15 seconds. I'm gonna go grab another beer. All right, bro. I'll turn on my switch. I forget what it's called. Yeah, it's like something. It's like a red guy on the front of it. And uh, it, so I looked at the trailer and it was like $78 at the time. And I was like, oh, my God, I have to have this. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to see if I can find it. Although, like um, I said, I'm turning right now. I'll take a look. Okay, so my first console, yeah, NES. I remember my dad, it was, they were playing Donkey Kong also. I think like Donkey Kong Jr. I think I like Donkey Kong Jr. more because there's more levels compared to Donkey Kong, the original, which only has three, I believe. Um, I'm out of breath from just running to the kitchen. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my CD's done. I got to change the CD now, too. Uh, fuck. So, uh, NES, I remember Chippendale 1 and 2. Those games are a lot of fun. Side-scrolling platformers. Uh, the Rescue Rangers, you know, Chippendale, dude. Highly recommended. A lot of fun. Um yeah, dude. Uh, that was probably my first console for sure. And then my first handheld, I remember getting the original Game Boy, the big gray brick. For us. I remember my grandma bought me, uh, it was like a pink and black uh, fanny pack. And I remember you would open up the fanny pack and it had like little slots to put the cartridges. You know, I had Kirby. I had the original Super Mario Land. Uh, fucking, I think I had Pokemon Red too. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I... um. I think I, I I couldn't get in to oh, like Donkey Kong. Uh, the only Donkey Kong game I think I've ever played was like I think it was called Donkey Kong World. It was on the Game Boy Color and it was a yellow cartridge. I know it's, it's Donkey Kong Land. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Donkey Kong Land. Yeah, that's a hard game. That's, yeah. It gets pretty difficult. Yeah, it's it's a port of the uh, Super Nintendo Donkey Kong Country actually. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah see, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. The original Donkey Kong Country 1, 2, and 3, those games are fucking awesome. I was going to say, I even loved Donkey Kong 64. Not many people did. I absolutely loved it. Played it, beat it. I had the strategy guide. It came in like a little barrel, like a monkey in the barrel type thing. and It was awesome. Oh, that's, that is awesome. It, it had a, I love it had a t-shirt too. Like I, like, I still wish I had some of this stuff. I had so many box 64 games, but at the time uh, when I was in my apartment, I just needed money and I had to sell it all. So, it is, uh, yeah, and I've just been collecting ever since. I pretty much have everything now, other than sixty-four. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think I found that game you were talking about. Super Cyborg. Cyber Shadow. No, Super. Okay, that's Cyber Shadow is more like uh, like Ninja Gaiden, but uh, no, Super Cyborg is the one that is. Uh, oh, just like fucking Contra, dude. Oh my god. And okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Super Cyborg. Super Cyborg. Okay. Yeah, dude. Check out the fucking trailer too. It's rad. I was gonna say I'm actually looking at all my games on a uh, Switch that I have right here. This is like the only console that I feel like I actually 
maybe will buy digital for four because I have probably about half digital, half uh, physical. And uh, I'm like, yeah. oh my God, there's so many, just so many. Oh yeah, like I said, download a Sea of Stars to the uh, demo. Yeah, I have, to, I have to check it out. Dude, yeah. I mean, I don't uh, Do you really play RPGs or not really? Like JRPGs? Um, it, it depends. Yeah. Yeah, it, it depends. I, I really have to like love it you know, the, the play it, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not like opposed to it or anything. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess you could say, I just, I, I'm, I'm picky sometimes about what I play. Um, but, um, uh, like, I, I mean, I'll give anything a shot. Oh, dude. I really will. Yeah. I, uh, I've always looked at like the digital games that I've been getting on the switch. Like, okay. I'm like, if it's $15 or less and I know it's something that I'm going to play, I'm like, all right, I was going to say, cause otherwise I was like, if I'm spending 20, whatever, I feel like I might as well physically own it. That's just me. Yeah. I, I prefer physical copies over digital oh, yeah. copies. Cause like, it's just, there's something special about See, unwrapping. This is why I love you. <laughs> Same thing, dude. Yeah. DVDs, VHS, vinyl, like toys. Yeah. I, I like physically yeah. Looking at it on my shelf, even though it takes up space, I'm like, I want to own it. Otherwise, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's the same. Like, it's the convenience of Spotify is nice. For example, like in relation to what we're just talking about, like, but yeah, yeah I mean, same thing. Like I said before, I know I'm going in circles. If it's an artist that I I want to listen to, I will buy their vinyl. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever bought like a CD, like ever, or like you never. You never purchased a CD in your entire life. I don't know. I, I've I've received <laughs> some as like gifts, uh-huh. but I, I never bought any. You know, because really, yeah, because I, I I grew up in the time where like like LimeWire was a thing, or yeah. like the yeah. the the YouTube to MP3 converter was yeah. huge yeah. and stuff like that. So like, if I ever wanted music, I would just be like, "Hey, Dad," or like, you know, "Hey, James," you know, like. Uh-huh. Yo, burn this onto a CD for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know. Um. So yeah, like it's just it's just the way it was with me. You know. I mean, my brother. So my brother's like, um, my brother Zach. Different brother. He's yeah. he's more musically inclined. So, and him and my sister both are. And you know, they they really they're the ones that were buying the CDs. You know, the records and stuff like that. Okay. Um. So, you know, they, they had all that stuff too. So if I ever, you know, needed it, not that I did, cause you know, our music tastes were completely different, but yeah, you know, I'd go, Hey, you know, can I, you know, use that. I always took my mom's CDs though. Cause she always had a lot of CDs. Nice. Uh, yeah, I had a lot of cassettes, a lot of C. Yeah. I, okay. I'll give you that. Or like even the, in the events, uh, before like LimeWire and Napster and all that, you could, uh, you know, just burn your friend's CD. I did that a lot too. And, uh and then obviously yeah i would download songs and just burn cds yeah i mean i'm looking at my cd case right here there's probably like 200 of them just looking at me uh 200 <laughs> yeah yeah i i have i have a lot of cds um you know and then uh i have i don't know maybe like 100 fucking vinyl i used to have a lot of cassettes but my uh fucking tape deck was eating all my tapes and then um oh yeah, it is. It is what it is. And then my uh, my record player a little while ago, the needle went out. I just haven't replaced the needle, so I've just been listening to my yeah. CDs. Uh, so uh, I'm looking at a uh, Bloodstained. I don't know if you ever heard of that one or played that one on Switch. It's very reminiscent of like eight bit um, Castlevania. Oh, uh, let me let me look it up real quick. Oh, oh I bought, man, 
I bought Super Cyborg. It was like three dollars. Oh, dude! Oh my god! You won't be disappointed. Please play, it, and then you got to tell me about it. It's awesome. I think yeah, there's yeah. like. <laughs> There's like six or seven levels. It's the same kind of concept, like running gun, yeah. you know, and then there's boss battles at the end. And it's all about patterns. You know, you figure out the pattern, you can beat them. Yeah. Uh, it's fucking What did you say? Fun, it was Bloodstained? Bloodstained. Yeah, it's very it's very much so uh, like Castle. If you've ever played, you know, Castlevania 1, 2, or 3, or Super Castlevania 4, or even like Bloodlines, Sega Genesis. Yeah, dude, it's it's awesome. Yeah. And there's um, uh, interchangeable characters, too. And uh, yeah, it's it's awesome. Okay, yeah, yeah. Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Oh, there's a bunch of them on here. Uh, Curse of the Moon is the first one. Yeah, so yeah, you got Curse of the Moon. You got the second one. Oh wow, there's a there are a lot of them. Okay. Yeah, it's it's fun, dude. Yeah. Um, what else was cheap that I got? Uh, Child of Light is a, a turn-based RPG that was like five bucks. That I paid for it. The artwork is like Tim Burton, but then uh, it plays like. It, it's a really cool concept at the bottom of the screen if you ever played like uh, an old arcade where you have to throw the ball kind of like ski ball and then there's like a horse track above that and like whoever gets like the most points like the horse goes the farthest and wins kind of thing does that make sense okay so, yeah no, oh yeah, yeah i've seen child of light before yeah, dude, yeah, yeah yeah like there's a little track at the bottom and like it's gonna be you and another person on your squad versus like three villains and uh, whoever has like more speed will get to the end, the uh, finish line, I guess the first, and then you're going to determine whether you want to attack or use magic or, and then yeah. it all goes from there. And if you beat the other person there first and you attack that person who's closest, they go all the way back to the beginning. So it's kind of an incentive to keep attacking that person. Yeah. It's really cool. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I, I see that one all the time. Actually. I, I just see it randomly. Uh, of course I had to get Scott Pilgrim. The fucking beat him up. It's like it was like four dollars. I've um, never played Scott Pilgrim. Uh, I've only was, seen I, I've only I think I've only beaten like one or two bosses and I stopped. I, I probably should have kept playing it. Um I got Mega Man eleven because it's kinda like two and a half D like Mega Man. And Mega Man's always fun, even though they're like really fucking hard. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I've never played him, but I, I have heard that from several people that oh, Mega Man yeah. is like yeah. difficult. Yeah. They're they're difficult, but a lot of fun. Uh, I got Inside, which actually kind of reminded me of like Limbo, but I, I haven't played it yet. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Inside, yeah, I, yeah. I see that uh, on there too. Dude, it was like three or four dollars, and I was like, yeah, I, yeah. I was like, if I loved Limbo, I'm gonna love this. So I was I was looking through like the like the recent I guess releases yeah. on Switch. There's a game called Deep Space. Look it up. It's called it's an action fire sci fi game. Okay, just deep space and tell me what it reminds you of i'm gonna have to go to my uh, i'm not even in the e-shop i was just looking at my uh oh oh okay now i gotta log in might as well put this on pause and no, i'm just kidding but uh <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um yeah so like i was scrolling through and i was like oh wow that that's not like a ripoff or anything <laughs> i'm like scrolling through the pictures right now it just looks very very, very similar to something that was remade here recently that oh, you know i just boy, you're thinking of dead space i already know now you gave it away it's okay <laughs> but uh, yeah it's like dude it's like straight up a ripoff like yeah <laughs> i mean it doesn't look bad though it really uh, doesn't i mean it could be buggy but like as far as like graphics and stuff it doesn't look too bad for sure let me uh, let me see what we got going on here okay i had to log in um so we touched 
I wow. I that was a mixture between talked and touched. I said touched. What the fuck? I can't even speak. <laughs> I've had like a beer and a quarter. What the hell's wrong with me? Okay, first console. We talked about that. First handheld. What about okay? Which is your, I guess, favorite console? Mine's probably Super Nintendo. My favorite handheld probably GBA SP. Oh, uh, favorite console? Yeah, that's hard. That's so hard because, like, all of them I have very fond memories of. Oh, yeah, but... absolutely. I mean, uh, of course. I mean, you, like, I'm not gloating by any means, but I know I've told yeah, you yeah, I, yeah, I, have, yeah. I have everything. I just, yeah, you know, and a lot of these things I missed out on. I picked up a Sega Saturn a couple of years ago. I picked up a TurboGrafx-16 a couple of years ago because it was just things that I didn't have as a kid, you know, and I found out later on in life, and I was like, where the hell have I been? Um, yeah. But, yeah, Super Nintendo for sure. I mean, I fucking love the Super Nintendo. Ah, fuck. So for console, right? It's in a bind. Yeah, it does. It really does. <laughs> um, it would have to. It's a, it's a, it's really close. But I think it would probably have to be the GameCube. I actually kind of had a feeling you were going to say that, but care to elaborate? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the GameCube, but like the PS2 would be like a close second with the 360. Being like a very close yeah, third. Yeah, I, I was thinking um, my top three. Are, yeah, probably Super Nintendo, PS2, and 360. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like you know the the PS2 to like the PS3, th- Xbox 360 era yeah. was like I, I be- I think it was like the golden age for gaming because things were so you know they were. Like the, the difference in the way games were like played and the graphics were changed so drastically within that time frame, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, but as far as handhelds, uh, I'm gonna have to give it to the Switch, man, because I I have a Switch Lite. My that that the Switch has got to be my favorite handheld because like I've had a Game Boy, yeah. um, a Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, Game I Boy SP. Yeah. I had the DS. Yeah. Me too. But, like, you can do all of that on the Switch. You know what I mean? And yeah. you can play games. Like, I can play Dark Souls on the Switch. Get the fuck out of here. You know? Like, <laughs> that was one that uh, on. I honestly never really played, and nor do I ever really feel like I'm probably ever going to get a chance. I don't okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. Look, all right, we're going to have this conversation, all right? <laughs> um, I, I, can't, I can't count. I, I I can't count on one hand yeah. how many how many controllers I've broken over Dark Souls. All right, <laughs> and and, and, th- and this isn't just the first game. This is one, two, and three. All right. Okay. Um. They are. I wouldn't say they're hard. I mean, yeah, they're difficult, but it's not. It's not like a beat 'em up. You know, it's yeah. it's not the strategy. It's it's more of a. You kind of have to feel. You know what's going like. You know you go into a boss battle. If you're getting wrecked, obviously, you know you probably should. You know do some leveling up, do some grinding. If you go to an area and you're getting wrecked, probably yeah. shouldn't be there. You know it. But as far as like the boss battles in the game, it, it's more of like memorizing the um and like feeling out the uh okay. like their uh what's it called their attack patterns, right? Okay. Um, you know, like you'll you'll like 
you'll do it so much and it, get, it can get repetitive, but you'll do it so much where you're like, okay, they're about to do this attack right now. I need to, you know, do this, do that, roll here, jump there, whatever. Um, and stuff like that. Um, it, but it is difficult. It, you know, the series is very hard. Um, it requires a lot of patience yeah, and stuff like that, but it's super rewarding. Like when you finally get through it, you, you feel like you're on top of the damn world. Like you really do. Um, there was a boss in the first game that took me over a year to beat, and one he wasn't even the final boss. <laughs> it was like the midway point of the game. Damn, dude, that's and rough. yeah, but I I've beaten all of them multiple times, and you know, and I feel like as far as like you know a game, I feel like I'm a better gamer because of it. Um, sure. Also, like you, you can really, I feel like you can really learn about yourself, like learn a lot about yourself mentally from these games because they're it, it's a trial. It really yeah. is to put yourself through those games. And then what's really cool is you can go back, and the game gets harder, but it's a new game plus. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you can enjoy it in like a completely different light after that. Um. So I mean. It takes time. It takes patience. But, you know, I, I, I definitely think it's something that, you know, everyone should at least give a shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah. I mean, I, well, I guess in other words, like not necessarily just least like games or maybe games I will probably ignore uh, or even like franchises. Like, I mean, I I played the fifth uh, was a Phantom Pain Metal Gear, and I don't I don't know if I'm ever going to play the other ones. I mean, I want to play Metal Gear one. And I have Metal Gear Two. I just I don't know if I'm ever gonna get to them. Yeah, I I so I uh one of one of the first games I think I remember playing though um, was Metal Gear Solid, the original on PS One. Yeah, uh, I couldn't get past the tutorial. I couldn't figure out how to get like to disarm a Claymore. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it, it was it was one of those games. It was way I was I was a child, so yeah, it was yeah. way too. It was way too much for me to like understand. You know what I mean? Sure to grasp the I concept, yeah. Yeah, I, I, my mental capacity wasn't quite there yet. You know, so I'm like, why do I keep dying? It's only the beginning of the game. I keep dying. You know. Um, games that I rage quit. I fucking. I remember I was on shore and I rage quit. Uh, it was Splinter Cell on GameCube. I think it was the last fucking level. It was like twelve or thirteen guys. I was in the dark in this cave and i think i took out maybe half of them and then i just kept dying i took the game out of the gamecube i broke it in half over my knee threw it away and started laughing <laughs> oh my god yeah i remember yeah. <laughs> um yeah. yeah there was a there was a game on the gamecube called uh i think it was called pn17 hold on uh yeah it it was like you were like this robot girl right that uh, sounds familiar yeah and you know, you would have to, you know, destroy other robots and stuff like that. The last boss of that game was so hard. I I remember I was over at my buddy's house and, you know, I brought the GameCube over. Him. I'm sitting there, you know, playing it. And, you know, he's on the PlayStation. And I'm just like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm sitting there. I'm, I'm so mad. I'm sweating, you know, and it's just I just. I, I couldn't beat it. It's not, you know, it's not like I could go back and grind because it was a linear game, you know. Yeah. And I was just like, "Fuck, dude!" Like, I I it must have taken me like five or six hours 
to beat that boss that night. <laughs> like I literally me trying over and over and over again to beat it. You know, there was some breaks in between. Yeah. Whatever. But I was just like, I was, I thought I was losing my mind, man. I thought I, I was losing. It. <laughs> I know. I hate that too, man. I really, really do. Um, well, yeah. For a uh, super cyborg. Yeah. I think it was, I want to say there's like six or seven levels. And I think I'm on the fourth level and it's the, uh, maybe like two minutes in, there's already like a mid level boss. And I beat him, and I already lose, like, one or two lives. And then you only got, like, one or two left. And then I make it to the last boss, and I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I wish I didn't die on the mid-level boss. Yeah, I just kept uh, – yeah, some of those bosses are going to be a little trying for you. But, uh, you know, yeah. like I said, just just follow the patterns. It's just like Contra. Once you figure it out, like, you'll know what to do. Yeah, no, I – um. oh, yeah, 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 no, uh, yeah, I, I like Contra. Obviously, you know, it, it does get hard, whatever. Oh, yeah. But – I, I like I enjoy it. it's one of those games where I'm not like super like I'm not gonna get super pissed if I you know I fail or whatever because it's just I don't know, games like that like there, there's like a level of relaxation that I'm oh, at yeah. mm-hmm. you know and yeah. stuff like that they're just fun like they're they're really fun yeah so the name of that game I was talking about is called DN3 or product product number three okay um it's it was made by capcom back in nice. the day and nice. it was only it was only for the gamecube Ooh, an exclusive yeah uh obviously it's japanese as hell it was released <laughs> in japan march 27th of 2003 uh third person shooter okay yeah but yeah um very difficult fucking game toward the end of the game it was, uh, it was pretty bad um <laughs> uh, i was gonna say my favorite controller probably is still the gamecube controller i just love the way it ergonomically feels in my hand oh yeah the gamecube yeah it's your favorite controller too um yeah yeah for, for the same reason it, it fits in your hand so well yeah it just, i've, I've it always feels right yeah i've always felt comfortable you know with the gamecube controller um yeah. you know what would be crazy though if uh, they made like a, they probably they probably have. If they made like a GameCube controller, but it had like the triggers of like the you know the current gen console controllers. Oh yeah, you know, I would even I would love to see like a GameCube too, that literally looks just like the old one and it allows you know internet connection. You can buy the stop. original discs and everything. Stop! Oh, dude, that I, I would love that. Black Midnight release. I'm I'm gonna be in line. I'm gonna be in line. that release. Oh man, that'd be so cool. Yeah, they're, they're never gonna do it though. It'll no. never happen. No, because I mean they they kind of fucking figured it out because this is not this is like the Switch is it's the perfect crossbreed handheld console. It's yeah they got smart and they brought back cartridges like they they knew that they were gonna reach the fucking nostalgic market. Yeah, you know, and then there's so many of those big boxes that you can buy with them, and then they have all the, you know, like stickers and pins and shirts that come. It's so, it's just, it's cool. It's yeah, it's definitely a throwback to the original design of things. Uh, my least favorite controller, also probably Nintendo, the N64. <laughs> oh my god, that <laughs> you you. So it, it it is it is a well known fact, right? Yeah, that you only use half of the Nintendo 64 controller. Oh yeah, you only use half of it. There's like, um, I played so much Nintendo 64 that um, one of the controllers I had for it, like one side of it is it looks 
basically brand new, and the other side's like wore out. Like you can tell, that, like if you touch it, you're like, wow, this one has definitely had some, you know, sweat and tears on this bad boy. But this yeah. side's factory. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that the controller is really bad. It's so bad. There's so many I, buttons too. Yeah, I mean, they do make uh, what is it? It's called a brawler controller, where it's kind of like a modernized uh, 64, where it's it looks like the uh, I guess corpse if you will of a uh, modern like xbox controller but obviously has the button layout of the uh, 64 yeah yeah i'm I'm googling it right now to see what you're talking yeah, about the brawler controller they do the same thing with uh, the dreamcast controller because the dreamcast controller was funky yeah. as well but i, I don't know it, yeah. it felt better i think holding than the 64 did yeah yeah the brawler controller looks nice you know yeah. it's got that worn analog you know you got your yeah your d-pad like your c buttons and all that yep yep and they're only maybe like what like 30 40 bucks it's not too bad yeah 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 they're not very expensive um yeah was that the nes controller um yeah the nes the original one i mean it's iconic dude it's classic yeah yeah it's a little blocky you know yeah it's a little little block yeah but i didn't i didn't know they had a wireless one unless that was like new Oh, no, 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 no. Back, I mean, as far as Nintendo's first wireless was probably, I'm going to say, the GameCube with the uh, WaveBird. Oh, yeah. I'm looking those at that those things right aren't cheap, man. They're like 100 bucks. WaveBirds. They still go for a lot. Yeah. I mean, GameCube in general right now is just fucking expensive. But, I mean, I would say if you want to go retro, bro, and, like, by all means, and you want to – well, I guess not to say retro. Well, I guess it is now. But uh, uh, And you want to go back and start collecting cheap shit? Dude, PS3 and 360, man. It's cheap right yeah. now. It's so cheap. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Many, so many good games. Bro, so check this out. Yeah. All right. So I, I started, I start, like, you know, looking up the Wave Birds to see, like, the prices of them. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're like, over $100. But yep. <laughs> there's one that's 700 bucks, bro, or close to it. It's the it's the nintendo gamecube like it's the wave bird but it has this it's the it's the club mario one or like the club nintendo one it's got the mario hat on it who gives a shit bro it's 695 dollars on ebay (laughs) what (laughs) who the fuck is going to buy i for real like okay if wave birds were going for like 100 and then if this guy asked for like 150 i'd be like okay i get it but 600 like no fuck you yeah like I, I don't I don't know if these were like rare. Well, it says it's rare, but anybody could say it's fucking rare. Yeah, you know. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I I remember the wave birds. I never had one because me neither. You know, it was we you know we we grew up. We didn't really have a lot of money, but you know I I was very lucky you know to have, you know gotten a GameCube, got a PlayStation, you know stuff like that. But yeah, I never got the wave bird. I never really like had the need for one either you know like it like the wired ones were just fine no yeah wired didn't like, necessarily bother me either i even had third-party wired uh gamecube controllers by uh, mad cats and i liked how they felt in my oh, hands too the mad cat yeah they had like the rubber grip yeah, on them yeah yeah, the oh, yeah mad cats bigger, all the buttons were bigger yeah i liked it yeah 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 i i really like mad cats my my brother had a mad cats controller that was it was it looked huge it was like it was see-through <laughs> I don't know if his was. Hold uh, on. Yeah, I had a clear one. Yep, I remember. I wish um, I had it. Yeah, right I, I, I go ahead. I started out with the indigo one, and yeah, then right, I had like an orange yeah. one at some point. That's what I have right now. I have I have an orange spice one. I have a indigo one, and I 
think I have a platinum one. Yeah. I might have a black one too. I'm not sure. Oh man, uh, GameCube shit. I I loved uh, what I had. Uh, like Monkey Ball on there was a lot of fun. Um, it was oh hard. my god, bro! Fun I love Super Monkey Ball so much. It's a lot of fun, dude. <laughs> dude. It's so good. It's hard as balls, though. You know they got it on the Switch, right? Yeah, that's what I heard. It's not. It's not the same though. Like I, I want the original GameCube ones on the Switch. I don't know yeah. if they're on there, but they have like Banana Frenzy or yeah. something on the Switch. Um. GameCube I had. I had the Mega Man collection. I had the Sonic collection. Uh, I have Fire Emblem Path of Radiance. Ha- happy to have that one because that's an expensive one. Um, I have, like I no, not Twilight Princess. I have uh, fucking Tales of Symphonia, which is a JRPG two disc. That one's a lot of fun. Beat it. Um, I'm just going off rip, like what I have, because I mean, all my shit's like in storage. Well, I mean, I pulled a box out of storage the other day, and like I said, I, uh, I, I like I was talking to you on um, Facebook. I found my yeah. uh, my Indigo GameCube, and I think I have a controller, but I don't think I have any of my games with me. I was like, oh, I just wasted time. <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna go start collecting again. I was like, I'll just look through storage. No, I, I managed to find my Sega Saturn, my Wii, and I think both of my Sega Saturns actually, and yeah, something else. I can't remember. Because I, I, I went into my storage and my boxes were falling apart. I was like, well, I don't want them to fall apart on my watch. So, you know, I brought them into my house. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. What were Bro, you um, dude, I, I, I messed up. I fucked up back in the day because I got rid of all of my GameCube and my PlayStation 2 games, except for like certain PS2 games that I really sure. like and certain GameCube games I really like. Like I still have a copy of Resident Evil 4 for GameCube and oh, yeah. the PlayStation 2. Um, I wish I would have kept them because I know that some of those games would have been worth quite a bit of, you know, quite a bit of money, you know, like why the, why the fuck did I get rid of them? Um, it's, it's insane. Yeah, you know? yeah. Resident Evil four for GameCube is maybe like 40, 50 bucks. And then PS2 is probably like half of that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you. That's where I first played. It was GameCube and I absolutely loved it. And I loved, you know, I don't, my dad and I, we would always make fun of the merchant. We're like, look at this guy. He's a fucking pervert. Always opening up his jacket. <laughs> What are you buying? Yeah, what are you buying? What are you yeah. selling? Hey, stranger. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like, so you you know, like, um, that game I was talking about, you know, product number three, um, yeah. that game's going for like eighty to ninety dollars. On nice. uh, you, have, you ever heard of a place called DK Oldies? Yeah, I'm not a fan of their pro. Yeah, they they overcharge. Yeah. Oh, they do. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, for instance, but- uh, like. Uh, long story short, I'll let you get back to your story. So you'll you'll yeah. Super Nintendo and they'll say like 260, and then they do like a price cut kind of thing, and then like 150. But even then, you can get a Super Nintendo with the cords and a controller, probably a hundred bucks. So yeah, they're over. Oh really? Yeah. They're oh wow! Wow! Yeah. 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 I don't. I haven't looked into it that much, to be honest. Oh, so yeah. like, I didn't even know. I just I just like it because they you know they open all the retro stuff, yeah, stuff like that. But like like but even even so like. You know, on DK Oldies, it's going for you know anywhere from eighty to ninety dollars. Um, but on a couple other websites, you know, I've got seventy, you know, seventy um, stuff like that. You know, but you can get it for like thirty bucks on eBay, though. Oh yeah, obviously, but yeah. Or like I've told you before, like sometimes offer up. I love like people. Sometimes yeah. they don't know what they have, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm coming over. <laughs> yeah, I've done that. I picked up a Dreamcast nothing for 30 bucks brought it home put everything together and it worked i'm like all right best 30 bucks i ever spent 
yeah yeah you know it, it, it you know it's, it's really good when people you know obviously they don't know what the hell they have stuff like that you know and get you know very expensive shit for like super cheap you know it's, and, it basically it's like stealing and even then me. sometimes if i know that like they're lowballing me and they don't know then i'm like all right i'm gonna give you a little extra and sometimes they're gonna be like why and i'm like just trust me <laughs> i'm like i feel bad i'm gonna give you the extra ten dollars here <laughs> gonna, they're gonna find out and lose some sleep yeah like yeah um, I, so I, I don't know if you know this. What's that? But you know, I you know, I you know, some of the games that you know I, I've never heard of that you know you're mentioning, I'm kind of googling them real quick. Yeah. You know. Um so like the um Tales of Symphonia. Yeah. Did you know that they have a whole GameCube edition? Yeah, that's what I wait, what do you mean like console itself? Yeah. Oh no console I, I just have the dual disc and I, I love it. I paid I think like thirty bucks for it. Yeah, like they have like it, like the GameCube is it's it's kind of like a like a very light green color. Okay. But it's got like the Tales of Symphonia GameCube circle on the lid. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's got everything's custom. It looks like, and it comes in a Tales of Symphonia GameCube box. Okay, I'm gonna say seven hundred dollars. Ooh, close six. Okay. Yeah, six on the eBay. Uh, and and this is the one like it, it's got everything you know I, I don't think it's really been used all that much it looks pretty uh-huh. good so um yeah so crazy like like we said though like i get it if inbox gamecubes go for like 150 200 bucks and you want to sell something like that for like an extra 100 i'm like okay that makes sense because it's a special item but i'm like if you're selling oh. fucking four times what it goes for i'm like you're just crazy um so so here here's one i found same thing we're talking about you know the tales of symphonia you know gamecube yeah um this one's unopened right never been opened before brand new japanese import right grand (laughs) almost 14 bro damn (laughs) almost 1400 dollars damn dude Um, uh yeah, what else? Uh, I have. Oh my god! What's the? Uh, no, not well. Eternal Sonata is a good one too. That's a PS3 uh, JRPG. That one's only maybe like twenty bucks. Um, uh, Botan Kaidos. That's another uh, dual disc. Uh, Botan Kaidos. There's two different ones. There's Eternal, like Wings in the Spotless Ocean or something, and then the Botan Kaidos Origins for GameCube. Those are uh, kind of like card based uh, RPGs where. You will have a, a card layout in front of you, no matter uh, depending on which one you have first. Like that's how it starts, and then you know you do your ten card attack, and then they do their ten card attack or whatever. And I, it, it looks gorgeous. I honestly haven't started it because it kind of deterred me from because I, I kind of like like how Final Fantasy or uh, like Dragon Warrior or like Earthbound plays as far as RPGs. When it, when it like comes to like a strategy like that with cards, I'm like uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, so like um. I like you know, you know, you mentioned Final Fantasy and stuff. Like, I how yeah. does that? I've never played one. How how do those games play? Are they are they also like <laughs> turn based or? I'm laughing because yes, they are turn based because you're kind of asking the wrong guy. Okay, here's my here's my uh, <laughs> uh, story on Final Fantasy. Uh, I've played the first one NES. I used to own it. Uh, I didn't know what I was doing. Um, <laughs> Final Fantasy two, which is technically four on Super Nintendo. I'm actually almost done with that one. I'm like thirty hours into it. And I just stopped playing it. I, I don't I think I kept dying or I just got stuck and I stopped. Um, yes, they are turn based. Uh, Final Fantasy three, which is actually Final Fantasy six, because it just got jumbled up over here in the States because we didn't get two or three 
which were Japanese exclusives. So that's why we called them two and three, but they're actually four and six chronologically. And then Final oh. Fantasy Seven, yeah. I'm sure you've probably seen that too. Um, oh no, that, that that sounds like a nightmare for like yeah. people that are huge fans. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. Five is changing up like the jaw systems, and then seven is one of those ones that's on PlayStation One that's iconic. Like everybody loves that one. I honestly, I have like two or three different versions of it. I want to play it. I haven't yet. I have eight and nine. I have ten, ten two. I also have eleven, twelve, and thirteen. I have most of them. I just. I, I don't know. I, I've been meaning to collect more JRPGs because I, I just I've really grown to like playing them because I feel like yeah. there's the story and then just the gameplay and you just get more bang for your buck. There's just so much more to do in those games compared to the linearity of a uh, platformer or shooter. Granted, don't get me wrong. I love my platformers and I love my arcade shooters like the ones that were just quarter munchers like, you know, Metal Slug or 1942 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I love that shit. Yeah, um, it, I'm you know I'm looking up some stuff right now. You know, on final, you know, Final Fantasy. Um, it looked like you know, the older ones at least. You know, the gameplay looks like you know pretty you know relaxed. It yeah. looks like something you could definitely play with one hand if you wanted to. You just lay there, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're a little slower paced, and there's a uh, random yeah. encounters. Uh, I I prefer games typically that don't have random encounters, like Chrono Trigger, Earthbound, those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, and as far as I'm trying to think, other expensive games, I have a uh, Final Fight Three on Super Nintendo, which goes for about 150 bucks. That's a that's probably another most expensive game that I have in my collection. Um, it's a classic beat 'em up. Made by a cat. Yeah. But uh, what else? So, least okay. Uh, dormant franchises that I would like to see brought back. Uh, I would love to see like a new Star Fox. I feel like. Uh, I was thinking yeah. about that the other day. Or even a like a Star Fox. Or even like a Star Fox Adventures, because everyone always shit on Star Fox Adventures, which was originally Dinosaur Planet, and then they basically demade it, the Dinosaur Planet version, because it was supposed to be on sixty four originally. And then obviously yeah. they com- yeah they converted it to GameCube and. I've seen the D make and I'm like, oh, this shit looks cool. But uh, yeah, I would love to see like another Star Fox Adventures. I, I loved the first one. Um, if there was any series I would want them to bring back, sure. Um, because yeah. you know m- m- most of the games I've played, you know they they they've either brought them back, um, or they're continuing them. But there, there's a series that I haven't seen any in a while, and me and my brother James would play it all night long. Jack and Dexter. Um, no, I, I I do like Jack and Dexter though, but not not <laughs> yeah. that, um, that or not not Dead Space, um, Red Faction. Yeah, that was a cool shooter, man. That was weird. I liked. It. I I have it on my PS2. laptop. Oh, okay. Um, I did have it on my PS2. I yeah. think I gave it to James. Nice, but he recently, like within the past couple of years, recently found a brand new copy of it at uh, Second Charles, which is this big, you know, yeah, store yeah. where you know they sell older versions of video games and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so we, man, we used to tear that shit up, like just multiplayer with bots, just playing that shit for hours. Yeah, man, I, I want. A red faction remake okay. but i don't want them to change anything of the original i don't care I if they you. do two or three that i don't give a shit but like i want a red faction remake so bad <laughs> for sure 
This is actually a pretty interesting uh, conversation in regards to like bringing back it because now it's making me think of like old games. I'm yeah, like, I love that. Like what yeah. happened to it? Like, uh, I mean, well, they did make the PS3 Sly Cooper, but uh, it'd be cool if they yeah did something because Sly Cooper was a lot of fucking fun. Yeah, I, I remember when they came out with the 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 PS3 Sly Cooper. People, yeah. uh, a buddy of mine from high school was freaking out. He's like, "Oh my god, oh, Sly Cooper!" <laughs> yeah, I mean, because the first three were. Uh, one I can't remember. Don't quote me. The original uh developer and publisher, and then uh, on PS3 it was a completely different um publisher and developer, so it was a little different. Yeah. Um, I would love to see. By all means, if you think of something before me, go for it. <laughs> um. Uh, oh, oh man, I had a fucking Rocket Knight Adventures on a Sega Genesis. That is. Uh, by Konami, a really, really uh, Konami is kind of all over the place. They're not. I don't think they're going to really bring back any dormant franchises. Yeah, but it's easily well, Konami focused that? on like Silent Hill right now. Yeah, I still never played any of them. They look a lot of fun though. Oh my god, bro! I'm Come sorry. on, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Um, yeah, no, Silent Hill, bro. Got to get on it. So good. Like they're, they're very deep, very deep games. Well, I mean, just like how I have uh, what condemned here, and we were talking about it. Still, I haven't played it yet. Oh yeah. Oh man, you, you need to play those too. Th- th- those aren't deep. Uh, the story's story's pretty decent. The gameplay's pretty decent. Yeah. The first one graphics are terrible. Um, but That's they're fun. they're a lot of fun. They're they're really a lot of fun. It's about to get dark though. I don't know if I want to scare myself. I might have to play with the lights on. <laughs> um yeah no uh, yeah you, you'll you'll definitely get freaked out especially that one part i was telling you about the other yeah. day it's pretty fucked up <laughs> um i think because the whole like politically correct thing and then people being offended by pretty much anything and everything now i doubt they could probably bring back like manhunt that'd be kind of cool though oh yeah you, you know i think about that game often i don't know why I've i've only played it one time um it was cool yeah it it, it was very cool because it was like the it was like um one of the first games that really like i guess exposed me to like extreme violence yeah you know in like video games and stuff absolutely um you know it's a pretty messed up concept but it, it was it was it was interesting there was always something interesting about that you know um that and uh twisted metal was also another one that um that also back Yes, I, I they're making a TV show. What? How? Why? Yeah. Are, oh, they need to stop doing that. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe I believe they're making a TV show. Um, <laughs> Twisted Metal. Oh um, my god. Yeah. So uh, I I do want to see a newer game. I believe they might be working on. Oh, hold on, let me Google this because I think I think they're making a TV show and a new game. Um, because I I love Twisted Metal. It's fucking weird um yeah. but like i played twisted metal black back in the day i remember that one that was, was that ps2 yeah. yeah yeah i never beat it it was hard no i never beat it either um it's not necessarily well it i i guess in the grand scheme of things it is kind of dead but i'd be down for one of my favorite games on Super Nintendo was always a Yoshi's Island, and I'd be down for another Yoshi's Island if they could do it. I'd played it on the Game Boy. Yeah, they they did bring it to Game Boy Advance. I remember that. Holy shit, huh. dude! They 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 have had a Twisted Metal TV show. 
since last year. <laughs> we are behind that. Well, where were we last year? Out to fucking see. Yeah. So yeah. it says, um, this is the synopsis on IMDb. So yeah. it says, follows a motormouth outsider offered a chance at a better life, but only if he could success- successfully deliver a mysterious package across a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's got Anthony Mackie. Uh, yeah, yeah, it just it just stars at, like Anthony Mackie and uh, who are these other people? Yeah, the, uh, the principal from South Park, Mr. Mackie. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> well, you're you're not okay. Um, you've seen uh, Eight Mile, right? Yeah. Because I know you're not in the Marvel movies, but uh, Eight Mile, you remember? <laughs> you know you me know... too well. <laughs> yeah, you you know the God. Who who did he play? I think it was. I think he played Clarence. Okay. In Eight Mile. Uh, but he he's um the Falcon in the Marvel movies. Nice. Uh, I but, think my my grief with uh I guess comic book adaptations of movies because yeah, I know you and I are both movie buffs. Um, it's because I mean there's so many just books out there that just I know are worth reading and adapting to some sort of film or just creating their own screenplay. I'm like all they're doing is just oversaturating the market with just comic book films. And I'm just, in my perspective, I'm just tired of that. I, I want to see something else. I think that's my beef more or yeah. less, you know, nothing. Yeah. I mean, cause I, I liked comic books as a kid, but I mean, now that I'm older, I'm like, personally, when I read, I want to read a novel. That's just me. I want to imagine what I'm seeing, not see what I would expect them to say, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, know, yeah. It makes no. sense. Yeah. And, and yeah, yeah I, I think it's fair. Like I was like, I'm not, I've never hated them. I just, I'm like, dude, why don't you, I don't know, do a fucking spinoff of like Casablanca or something, and I'll watch that. That's just me. <laughs> like, you know, a Casablanca spinoff, or, or just for example, yeah. I mean, uh, please don't fucking remake Jaws, or please don't ever remake Back to the Future. Like, I would be so pissed. Um, you, you know what's crazy? What? Like, I'm not opposed to a Back to the Future. Um remake but it, it needs to be done right and it needs to have the right people it needs to have michael j fox and uh christopher lloyd still damn it <laughs> i don't know yeah yeah well i mean you know god you know michael j fox has got really bad parkinson's I know. You know? yeah it, it breaks my heart because I, yeah. I love him especially in that role um you know christopher lloyd yeah but i've I think it would be better with like cameos, but someone, someone posted like, you know, a couple of years ago that, um, I know you're not a Marvel, you know, comic book movie fan, but go ahead. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. And Tom Holland, uh-huh. <laughs> because you know their chemistry is really good. in like, yeah. you know, the Marvel movies and stuff like that. And Robert Downey Jr. I swear to God, that man could play anybody. Yeah. Um, and Tom Holland is really good at playing. Well, Tom Holland because he's really good at playing himself, pretty much. I guess. Yeah. Uh, he, he he he's a really good Peter Parker. Peter Parker's you know, kind of clumsy in quotations, you know, stuff like that. He would make a really good Morty, as you know, Robert Downey Jr. would make a really good or not not Morty, um, Michael J. Fucking uh, um, uh, Marty McFly. But I see you're yeah, saying yeah. though. Uh, no, Ma- I mean, Marty McFly. Yeah. Well, I mean, because that's what the characters on the cartoon are based off of anyway. So I see where you were going mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. 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 Uh, I. I do, you know, I do that often when I talk about Back to the Future. <laughs> no, and it's, it's probably you're probably not the only one that it happens to. So don't, yeah, I think it's funny. yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, no, like you know, it, 
you know, put them two together. Boom. I, I, I think it'd be I think it'd be pretty good. You know, pretty great. I you know, obviously it's not gonna top the originals, but I see what you're saying though. Uh maybe a, a worthy entry within the franchise. Yeah. Yeah, you, you uh, know what would be really cool too? Huh. They explored like a multiverse within the Back to the Future universe. You would. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what are they doing? Uh, I know. Uh, I'm I'm pretty stoked that uh, Sean S. Cunningham, the uh, director of the uh, first Friday the 13th, there's uh, in the works, I believe, either the end of this year or the beginning of next year, a remake of uh, his film called House in 1986 that had William Cat and then uh, Norm from Cheers in it. It's kind of like a like an Evil Dead comedy spoof mm-hmm. of. I guess, um, Poltergeist. It's basically, yeah, like a horror comedy. It's not necessarily even a spoof, but it has horror comedy elements to that of uh, Poltergeist. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it's easily one of my favorites. There's very little blood, but there's like really cool uh, practical effects in it from uh, the 80s. And uh, yeah, I I hope he does a good job. I mean, like I said, it's the original uh, director, and then um, I want to say Harry Manfredini, the guy who scored the original Friday the 13th, is also the one who scored the 1986, as well as who's going to score this new one as well, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, um, so, that? you know how I mentioned that, you know, there's like a Friday the 13th, uh, I guess, a TV show reboot, oh, yeah. I believe? Yeah. yeah or it, it might just be that, a movie. Yeah. Well, I remember the um, 2009 movie. And that movie, I actually enjoyed it. I think that was the last one that came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Friday the 13th Killer Cut. <laughs> yeah, wasn't it? It was like 2009, 10, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was too bad. No, I didn't think it was yeah. bad either. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. You knew what you were going to get into. Yeah, so Sean S. Cunningham, right? He is, he is producing the new Friday the 13th reboot. Uh-huh. As well as a house reboot, um, oh, the Friday the Thirteenth reboot is going to be called Crystal Lake. Nice. Yeah. So oh, you whoa. looked it up for me. Well, thank you. Um. Apparently, he's involved in Night Driver. I don't know if I know that one. I don't know if I know it either. I'm gonna Google it real quick. <laughs> I do know, I believe, sometime this year, uh, Killer Clowns Matter Space, the video game, is supposed to be coming out. Oh, my God. I haven't yeah. seen that, but uh, I believe my Nana told me that I need to watch it, even though she doesn't like clowns. Oh, dude, you've never seen the movie? Yeah, dude, it's a classic, no. man, bro. Yeah, it, yeah. it's corny as it's fuck, on, but it's awesome. It's on Netflix, I think. Um. <laughs> it's, it's probably on like every uh, streaming platform because it's just one of those classics. Yeah, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Um. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm gonna have to check it out, man. And like, like I said, there's there's a there's a lot of movies that you mentioned to me that I haven't seen, and I need to check it out, man. Like, I mean, you, no, you, you do the same for me though, too, or even like video games. I mean, that's what. Yeah, like I loved about like when you and I first like started talking. I was like, okay, cool. He likes music and movies and video. Games. Yeah. You know. Um, dude. What? I um. I really want, I really want this, like, like now that I mentioned it, I really want this Friday the 13th, like, reboot. I really want it to be good. I really <laughs> want it to be good so bad. Well, I mean, 
what I was talking to, long story short, about uh, my buddy uh, Austin on previous episodes was I was like, as far as I guess, quote unquote, like our big four of gore, as I called it, and I related to big four because I don't know if you really listen to like, you know, metal, like obviously Slayer, Anthrax, Metallica, Megadeth. I, I called them the big four of gore, like uh, what, Leatherface, Freddy, Jason, and Halloween. And I said, yeah. Um, Jason was probably my favorite because out of the entire franchise, I was like, no matter which one I'm watching, I know which one it is. And I, it could be the end of the movie or like the first five seconds. I'm like, all right, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to watch this. There's just something about the whole hockey mask and the machete and everything. It's just, I can watch him yeah. anytime. I love him. And like, and his backstory is like super tragic too. You know, yeah. you kind of feel for him in like you know a certain light. You're like, dang, that kind of sucks. Like, I kind of feel bad for him. But meanwhile, let's watch him just slaughter everybody because that's what I'm here for. <laughs> yeah, and then sometimes gratuitous nudity. Yeah, well, yeah, like you know, uh, you know, hamburgering or like pancaking a couple of counselors having sex on top of each other with a spear. Oh yeah, that's the first one. Yep, I remember that. Yeah, you know. <laughs> You know what's really fun, you know, what? and this has to do with the video game, what? the actual video game for Friday the Thirteenth. The new one, I I haven't played it yet, so I don't know if people still play it. Uh, but yeah. it's no. fun. It I like I it enjoy was. it. I love it. You, you can pick what counselor you want to be, um, and um, the whoever's in the lobby, one of the random people will be Jason. So you know, your goal is to obviously kill everyone, and their goal is to escape. And stuff like that. And there's like so many different ways you can do things. It's it's just it's really fun. Like it's one of those games, like even though I suck and I keep dying, <laughs> I still have a lot of fun with it because like chatting with people on it is hilarious. Nice. Um, you know, I guess the I think the last like strictly online game that I was probably playing was I think it was what the Star Wars Battlefront one. I think I had it on PS4, Xbox One, I can't remember, and then uh fuck what was it uh halo the new one like infinite oh yeah well i mean that, that yeah. One. yeah i mean well because i got it when it was a beta this was before our last deployment i remember and it was just online only they didn't have the uh campaign out and i i loved it i had a lot of fun i was really getting into it and then you know how it is like you just you sometimes you have those bad days where they just keep fucking spawn killing you and i'm like all right i'm done i can't play this anymore as soon as you spawn, there's like a grenade coming yeah, from like somewhere. Right and just sticks or somebody, to you. Yeah, or somebody just assassinates you. Like as soon as you spawn, I'm like, dude, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Like, I feel like that's like a common theme in like shooter, like online shooters nowadays. Yeah. It's just like I feel like a lot of the the level design on these just allows for the the opposing team to be able to just spawn trap the shit out of you. Yeah. You know. I don't know if it's me because I suck at a lot of them now because you know I'm busy, but or if it's just like the level design. Like I, I played Battlefield uh, 2042 yeah. on the Xbox One, right? And I'm and then I got you know the Xbox Series X, and I played. I you know it was ported for both. I, I played it on the Xbox Series X, and the spawns were different on the Series X. I don't know if that's like a because of an update or if it's because it's a different console. Uh-huh. But the spawns in the Series X suck. Like fuck me, dude. Uh-huh. Like they they were pretty mad decent in my opinion on the you know the Xbox One. But like today, um, I was playing and as soon as I got revived, 
I got shot in the head. I was like, oh, well, fuck me. And I got killed in the spawn. I was like, yeah. this is ridiculous. No, this is yeah, fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that either. Um, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of like another. Uh, I'd be down for, I don't know if. Because the Microsoft, the original Xbox to me was kind of like the Dreamcast 2 because there was a lot of Sega, Sega, nice, Sega published games on that console. And I've always kind of viewed it as such. And uh, like Voodoo Vince was a really cool uh, platform. It was basically uh, Xbox's answer to um, Conker's Bad Fur Day at the time. It was just a quirky, goofy platformer. But uh, it's a lot of fun. I mean, I don't know. I was just thinking about it. And I was like, man, what other like game would I like to see remade? Or not necessarily remade, maybe just like add a number two to it or something. Um, I want a Eternal Darkness remake. I hear such good things about that game. I've never played the first one. Um, Eternal Darkness is fucked, dude. Like <laughs> it so like I, I don't know if I mentioned it before, but um you have so it's a lot like um what's that one game called where you have like a lantern and you're going around? Amnesia. Oh, Alan, Alan Wake? No. Well, no, he had amnesia. a flashlight. My bad. Yeah. So, like, amnesia, right? Okay. And you have a fear meter. The The higher your fear meter gets, the more yeah. the game fucks with you. Right. Well, um, and so, like, it, it'll, like, like, if you, if you, if, if your character gets so scared, It'll turn. It'll make it seem like your your GameCube turned off. Yeah, I remember uh, like watching those videos. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and it, you know, it's only for the GameCube. And you know, I, I I Googled it. You know, right now I'm looking at it, and it says it sold less than half a million copies worldwide. <laughs> and it's um, what probably a twenty year old game now. Oh shit! When did it come? It came out in two thousand two. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, twenty one. Yeah, June twenty fourth. Um, but dude, it was just—I don't know. I like—I like I said, I, I never beat it. Um, the so it it actually got graded, um, not too long ago, and it got a nine point six, which is a plus, and it's selling for two grand at that grade. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, it it's a it's fixed angle. Yeah. Um. And stuff like that. So, um, I'm. I would really love to see like a like a modern, like an adaptation or a remake of it. You know, because yeah. you know it'll always hold like a, you know, like a, a special place in my heart. Even though I was just it, I never finished it. But it was you know I feel like the graphics were also really um, ahead of its time. Okay. To, um, well, hold on. What is this? Um, there's so apparently there's a spiritual successor to this game. Okay. It says it says there's a crowdfunding for a game called Eternal, or no? Hold on. Uh, oh, like uh, like Kickstarter Eternal. kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Hold on. Let me let me Google this real quick. Interesting. Shadow of the Eternals. At first, I thought you said uh, Shadow of the Colossus. I was like, okay, that was a cool game. Yeah, Shadow of Colossus is very good. Um, I, I have the uh, the duo set. It's like I ICO or Eco or however it is on PS3. It's that and Shadow of Colossus, and yeah, I, I loved Shadow of the Colossus. I never beat it. There's only what like 16 
Giants or whatever, the, or Colossi, whatever you want to call them. And uh, yeah, I don't think I ever beat it all. Yeah, no, uh, my my brother played it for a while. Uh, I don't think I've ever played it. Um, it's my, fun. I know my wife has played it. She has it right now. Um, but I, I don't know. It's definitely cool. It's worth a playthrough. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it, it, it looks like a gorgeous game. Yeah. And stuff like that. But yeah, no, so this game, it, it's called Shadow of the Eternals. And apparently it's a spiritual successor. Okay. Um, to it, I, I don't think I can really find that much on it. I don't think um, it's still in development. Oh no, it's not. It's not actually. They they quit. They called it quits in 2013. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> that's ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. Fuck. Uh, I really want a remake though, because damn it. Oh, God. It, I mean, we, yeah. we can say that about a lot of things. I mean, for example, I mean, obviously, you know, I, I mentioned Earthbound had Mother 3, which was Japanese exclusive on GBA, and then they uh, did an English translation on GBA. So, I mean, I guess that's, I don't know, but I'd like to see more, of course. Uh, Chrono Trigger, there was Radical Dreamers, which was also a JP exclusive, which they ported yeah. over, and then they have English translations for it. And then there's obviously Chrono Cross on PS1, which was supposed to be the quote unquote successor, but it, you know, yeah, it, it's separate. But uh, yeah, I mean, or even like I said, Eternal Sonata, because Eternal Sonata, it's a really cool idea for a JRP. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll try and be a brief, and then by all means, we can bullshit about whatever fucking movies or whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, so it, it's about uh, Frederick Chopin, and he's essentially in a coma, and in his coma, you know, it that's where the adventure takes in, and uh, you you play as uh, like beat allegretto uh polka like different like aspects of music and then their weapons are like you know a tuba or a cello or like different it's so fucking cool and uh yeah you know there's a lot of classical music involved in the cutscenes. and then oh that's um, really cool yeah um it is really cool i mean uh it's on ps3 and 360 for you know probably 15 dollars or less it's super cheap the yeah. 360 version is actually easier than the ps3 version and that's where i started was the 360 version um and uh, it's a different kind of uh, battle mechanic. So you'll be in a, an arena, you know, for it, it's no random encounters, which is nice too. Like I said before, that's what I prefer. That way, you know, when you're like, okay, this is how many battles I'm going to do to grind before I fight the boss. Um, and uh, it'll be like, you'll get five seconds to like attack, attack, attack. And then you're like frozen in time, you know, and then the, the other enemy gets like five seconds to attack and then you're frozen in time. And then you get to choose another character in that arena you get five seconds to move around or heal your guy or whatever. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that 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 sounds awesome. Like, yeah, it's, I, you know, it's like the whole dude. music, the whole music awesome. aspect of the game. Huh? I might have to check that out. Dude, what did you say it was called again? Uh, Eternal Sonata. I mean, yeah, it's Eternal really, Sonata. Yeah, I mean, if you enjoy like you know JRPGs, like uh, uh, like I've mentioned before, like you know Dragon Warrior or like the E series, uh, Breath of Fire, stuff like a uh, Suikoden. Yeah. I mean, because I know they did the Suikoden remake, I believe, on Switch just recently. Um, they put everything yeah. on Switch, man. Yeah, like I said, I seven, and I remember when that came out, that was a big, big deal. I, I even then. I oh yeah, like, I gotta play this, and I never played it. People were freaking out. I know. Yeah, it was it was <laughs> everywhere. You know, I mean, because JRPGs at that time 
weren't really as prevalent or well known in the states like just like how you know for instance when you and i grew up we probably watched dragon ball z but i was like oh it's just a cartoon like looney tunes kind of thing you know i mean like we didn't really think of it as an anime you know like we're like oh yeah it's just, you know in between tiny tunes and spongebob i'm like dragon ball z is on right. yeah like that's know, how i felt about like you know pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh. because yeah. I, I, i'd get up and watch Yu-Gi-Oh all the damn time i didn't know yeah. what was going on but it was cool <laughs> yeah exactly like you know and then now you watch these things i'm like oh, okay it is a big deal because same thing like it wasn't nearly like because I'm, I'm talking to like my cousin or it's not my cousin sorry my nephew uh who's going on 10 years old and you know I, i'm explaining to him like all these like animes because he's really into it and he like wants to know how to like hack his consoles like i did and then he wants to know like the history of all these games and these rpgs and i'm like dude i'm like it's great that it's like everywhere now but i was like when i was your age like i had to go find it i had to like go to like the library or like hear people talk about it on the playground you know i'm like what is that you know like you know now for these kids it's just the click of a button they're like oh there's anime (laughs) <laughs> yeah no that's what it was like for resident evil 4 when that first came out because yeah. like i couldn't get my hands on it so i'd be like ask people like i specifically remember this i don't know it's yeah. like a core memory but i'm on the i'm on the playground and like uh one of my buddies he had like gotten it and yeah. i was like i was like yo so how is it bro like you know is it good <laughs> whispering you know? like, and, like hey, yeah, hey, yeah. Hey. <laughs> bro like I, I was in like elementary school yeah and stuff or well yeah this was like sometime after the game had come out, but yeah, you know, obviously I didn't know, but um, I was like, you know, is it good? Whatever. He's like, yeah, bro, it's good. He's like, he's like, I had it, you know, and stuff like that. So yeah. And no, I, I, it's like a core memory. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's funny. Cause yeah, you would, you know, and then you would hear people like, uh, you know, talk about, you know, even older games like Mario Party, you know, on the playground, they're like, not Mario Party, sorry, like Mario 64. And they're like, oh, yeah, you can find Yoshi and you can play as Yoshi. And, yeah. you know, and you're like, no way. And you go try it. And you're like, nah, they're lying. You can yeah. play as Yoshi on, on Mario 64. You can <laughs> play as him on Mario 64. <laughs> I know, right? On Mario 64 DS, yes, you can. Because remember, they added levels and you can play as yeah. like Wario too. And yeah, Mario 64 DS is probably the definitive version of that game. Yeah. Oh, man, you got me excited. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> no, no, no. But I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, because people would make shit up. They're, you know, they'd be like, yeah. oh, yeah, you know that whoop guy in fucking Mortal Kombat? The whoop They're like, yeah, you can unlock yeah. him as like a character. And you're like, what? No way. You know, you, you beat the game. not. Yeah, I mean, yeah, people would just make shit up because that we didn't know how to read fucking Nintendo Power or like Gaming Weekly or whatever. Yeah. So you go to the market, you get it, and then you, you know, sometimes, you know, I would go to like the drugstore, like the market, and I would just sit there and like read the magazine. I wouldn't even pay for it. I'm like, okay, well, now I know how to beat the game. <laughs> yeah, it, I did that at like a lot of bookstores, like Hell when yeah. I was like little and stuff. I'd just be like, oh, where's the gaming section? And I'd be get, I'd be like taking picture, like taking pictures, yeah. like writing down like the cheat codes, absolutely, for, like the cheat code books. Oh, that's smart. That's smart. You bought like you brought like a little notebook and wrote. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, I would have it, or like um, <laughs> you know, when my, when my when my brother would come over, you know, we yeah. play, we we would be like sneaking because I wasn't allowed to play Grand Theft Auto for like a yeah. long time. Yeah. And he he would bring you know like Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, Grand Theft Auto Three. Yeah. And he would have like a notebook yeah. or like a page of just nothing but cheat codes, like what they were and what the uh-huh. cheat codes were. And stuff like that, you know. Mom would come upstairs. She'd be like, "What are y'all playing?" You know, we'd be in a car, like, "Oh, we're playing a racing game." <laughs> yeah. 
and it was always GTA racing, you know. But like we thought <laughs> we were slick. Nah, she knew. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, parents. I think they do always know. Yeah, I'm like. Mine didn't want me watching like South Park or Beavis and Butthead, but you know when they went to bed, yeah, I was watching it. Yeah, I mean, I, I was never into those, like you know, Beavis and Butthead or South Park, like you know, really? like oh man, yes, I, yeah, you know, you know, like, don't get me wrong, South Park can be, you know, it's, it's pretty funny, but like yeah. I'm not like huge into it. You know, I know okay. people have seen every episode, but yeah, I'm just like you know, I'm not like yeah. super into it. <laughs> I mean, teaches oh yeah, by all means for sure. Yeah. Um, like. And then the only South Park games that are actually still like worth playing are the ones that are the RPG ones, uh, Stick of Truth and uh, Fractured Butthole. Those are fucking great. <laughs> I forgot. I, I forgot about the Fractured Butthole one, <laughs> dude. It, it's great though, man. It's so good, and it's like based yeah. off of the, uh, you know, Little Mysterion and uh, like the Coon episodes. It's all the uh, superhero episodes, and uh, yeah, it's it's great, dude. Yeah, I I hear that. Uh, I think the um, what's the stick one? The stick of truth is the Lord of the Rings yeah, the one. Stick, yeah, the stick of truth. I actually hear that one's rated pretty high. Like, I hear it's yeah. actually a pretty good game. It is. Um, game. I haven't heard much about Fractured Butthole. That's the sequel, <laughs> and uh, I mean they're both good yeah. in their own right. Stick of Truth was cool because I mean there was a little more I think like collectibles to do. I think compared to yeah. the second one, and uh, I mean like I've said before, I mean I prefer linearity in games, but I mean it wasn't too far off the beaten path where I was like, okay, I'm not even focusing on the story anymore. But in the first one, you can collect uh, like chin Pokemon, which was like their knockoff Pokemon. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. And no, I, I remember when the uh, stick of truth came out, uh, a lot of, um, you know, like video game, you know, rating, you know, yeah. websites or whatever were, you know, giving it pretty high, you know, praise and stuff like that. Yeah. So dude. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. Like as goofy as it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um I definitely want to replay it. I would I would love to see a um a Fatal Frame remake. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. I don't think I've ever played that. I've never played it. I believe my brother played it. I, I'm not sure. I've seen I think I've seen the entire walkthrough of the first one. But uh I don't know if you know this, but it's based off of it's like roughly based off of like a like a real place in Japan. Hmm. Yeah, because um, okay. I, I, you know, a little while ago, I was, I kind of, I had like forgotten about it and then it like got brought up back in my mind. I was watching like a top 10 video or something. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, you know, Fatal Frame. And I was like, oh. So I started, you know, watching the walkthrough a little bit. Yeah. I did a little bit of research on it. And apparently it's like, you know, loosely based on a place that's in Japan that no one's ever found before, but there's like yeah. a legend behind it. Stuff like that. So, you know, I thought that was pretty cool. I'd love to see a remake of that too. Damn, dude. I feel like, like, it's just so sad that it took me, you know, going on 10, 11 years in my career to finally meet you to where we can talk about music <laughs> and video games. I'm like, dude, I'm like, where have you been my whole life? Damn it, Nick. <laughs> I know, I know. It's rough, man. But, you know, I'm here, man. You know, yeah. I'm, uh, Definitely down to you know you know sit down and talk to you yeah. more you know and stuff like that. Maybe you know if you'll have me again, I can do another. Oh, dude, we can yeah. do like a movie one, man. Dude, whenever when I mean, yeah. like, I, I'm not cutting you off. But I mean, but if you want to yeah. leave, by all means, I was like, I, I was like, I'm just gonna probably sit down and play video games or something. Yeah. I was like, I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah, no, unfortunately, uh, we're we're probably about to go get some dinner here soon. Hell so, yeah, yeah. But um yeah no uh you know if you'll have me back I'm I'm definitely yeah. down to you know talk some more you know maybe some movies you know video games absolutely um and stuff like that I'm I'm more than down just let me know I'll be here 
Yeah, absolutely, dude. I, uh, yeah, this was a lot of fun. Thank you for doing this with me. Uh, we talked yeah, about console handhelds, favorites, least favorites, uh, dormant franchises, and uh, yeah, I mean, a little bit on movies and tangents, but hey, that's what this show's for. I, I had a lot of fun, yeah. so thank you. Yeah, I did too. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, but uh, I'll see you probably sometime next week. All right, brother. You be all safe, right, all right? All right, man. All you right. too. Go have a good dinner. All right. Bye, all right, bro. Later. Oh, well, there it is. There you have it, everybody. Episode 48 in the bag going on two hours of uh, basically just dorking out with uh, video games, movies, I think very lightly on uh, toys, not so much, but uh, and very lightly on anime, too, and some JRPGs. But uh, yeah, it's always a lot of fun. Thank you, Nick, again for doing this with me. And uh, I will catch you next time. And uh, you and I can talk uh, music or movies or other games for all I care. I was like, I'm always this is a lot of fun. I'm, I'm very fortunate to be doing this and for those of you that like listening to uh, me ramble on about it so thank you if anybody wants to be a guest you guys know where to find me i'm more than willing to have more guys or i would love to have a girl be on an episode too i was like i think it's only fair because i know there's girl dorks out there but uh thank you nick for doing this this is a lot of fun martial media montage episode 48 everybody thank you and good night thank you and love for the support thank you good night <laughs>